Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. We are going to be learning what today? So we just recorded a uh, lesson for you know our tens of thousands of kids that we impact through our video curriculum program, and our theme is all about how to rule your life, how to have dominion, how to have control or authority over your life. Um, so many kids feel like they're helpless, mm-hmm. they're hopeless, they don't know what to do, there's so much confusion. So many people and so many kids feel like they're victims. And this whole theme um, is all about trying to reverse that and say, listen, um, there are definitely things that you can't control. You can't control other people. Right. <laughs> you can't control the weather, uh, but you can you can rule over so much more than you really think about. So let's try to focus in on those things that you can actually influence and rule over and start there, and you're going to see such a dynamic shift in your life if you'll just start ruling the things you can rule. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're, we're we're teaching a lesson today, really talking about you know your your thoughts. All of your emotions come from a thought, and if you think a thought long enough, that thought becomes a belief. And so, the question we start asking kids are like, what are your core beliefs? And, and like what you believe about education will determine how you go about being educated mm-hmm. if you think it's a waste of time uh, or if you think it's very valuable. And so today we want to unpack really what's your belief uh, about your peers? Because what you believe about your peers will really impact how you feel about your peers. And so we want to get back to just kind of the basics of your beliefs about peers. And there's an interesting um, social psychologist who, uh, his name is Gustave Le Bon, and he's a French social psychologist uh, back in the 1800s. And you've heard of the, the phrase herd mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, for those who maybe the term's new, it, it's, it's really simple. If you look at a herd of antelope or cattle or whatever, it's so interesting because if that herd of antelope is grazing peacefully, enjoying itself, um, but one out of the hundreds, just one of them, it spots a predator, a leopard, a lion, a cheetah, whatever. As soon as it spots the predator, it darts. It's gone. It's going in the opposite direction. It's going for safety, for cover as fast as possible. The, the other group, the rest of the herd they immediately start following that first antelope. Not because they know that they've seen the threat or experienced the threat, because there's this group herd mentality where they're running, we're all following. Mm -hmm. And it allows them to almost move as one, and it actually protects them. It's really interesting. That is interesting. So how does that pertain to children? (laughs) Well, so, so people are the same way. There's actually this, this herd mentality. They've done these these experiments, and they found that we as human beings, 
we can start to function with a herd mentality. And so there's actually social psychologists that, that have done studies to look at like what percent of a population does it take to influence a group, a room, uh, a school, a team, a city, a nation. 5%. 5% of a population can control the whole herd, the whole group. So you just break down the numbers on that. So if you're in a group of 20 people, one person would be 5%. Wow. I mean, in 20, maybe classes are a little bit bigger, but wow. So one person in a class. One person can totally influence the entire class in a really good way or in a really bad way. Mm-hmm. And so the, the question goes back to, to, to the, the start of the, the show here. What do you believe about your peers? Because what you believe about your peers, if, if, if you don't understand that every one of your peers is an influencer or being influenced, and that you yourself, you're influenced and you're an influencer. If you don't realize that, you will actually end up being a victim of the herd mentality. And so when I was, um, I remember when I was uh, in middle school, there was a, a kid I grew up with, went to school with, he was a great older than me, but played football with him. He rode the same school bus every day. His name was Eli, and, and I, he was a nice kid, a likable kid. People liked him, um, popular, got along with everybody. Until one day, his closest friend and him got into a disagreement, and that friend did something really nasty he made up a lie about Eli mm-hmm. and it was a really embarrassing thing and it was not good. And I, I, we, I watched as the rumor mill went and so many of Eli's friends turned their backs on him. And I remember being on the bus one morning where, where all this r- rumors were swelling. He stepped on the bus and I was like, Oh, there's Eli. And I remember like thinking about all the rumors, thinking about all this stuff and he's walking down the aisle. He can't sit with his best friend because his best friend is now, you know, making up lies. Well, lies, and even though they weren't true, and so he he walks past his friend, and that friend boldly said, "Repeat the lie again," and made this nasty comment as Eli passed by, and I could just see his face, just the pain. And what happened next was crazy. This kid, who the week before just about like anybody would have wanted him to see, sit with them. But because of the lies that were spread, people began to slide over mm. and say, I, I can't, can't sit here. I have a friend that's going to sit here with me on the next stop. And I watched him go all the way to the back. And it, it, it was crazy. And I remember thinking, he's going to come to me at some point. Please don't want to, hopefully somebody else accepts him. Because then I'd have to make a decision of what right. I was going to do. So th- this, is, this is herd mentality. And how does how do so many people turn their backs on someone who they've had good experiences with based on one lie that they probably don't even think is true, but it's out there. But because everybody else is going with it, mm-hmm. they follow suit. This is something that happens like crazy. I'm sure people are listening. You've had this happen to you, or maybe you've experienced it before, where somebody has been mistreated, misrepresented, and it's like, what do you do? You know, I find it interesting that, because you tell a lot of stories, 
and you can recall like every detail of it. And as an adult, I mean, you go back to those situations and you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, why didn't I let him sit by me? I mean, it's still like almost haunts you. Yeah. You, you really, because you, in the moment you feel it, but then as a kid, you just move on. Right. Right. Uh, so, so we're trying to like basically help kids understand uh, like, like your beliefs are going to be shaped by something. Your emotions, you're going to be ruled by your emotions, going to be ruled by the herd and whatever that, that his best friend was the herd leader and everybody was following. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to base your beliefs about your peers on what other people say or think or what you feel, the influence you're going to have on your peers could be toxic or it could be life-saving. So just think about that. What do you believe about people? So many kids go to school every day not thinking about any of those things. So many adults wake up every day, go to work, not thinking about what they believe about people. Like, it's so easy just to take somebody else's word for somebody. And I get that. If you have trust and love and experience, you, you take that. But how many adults have you met that they just bash someone and it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't come across like they're bashing. They're just, Oh yeah, I know that person. Yeah. They had this, yeah, they did this, this mm-hmm. and this and this. And they're just telling you like, Oh my gosh, gotta be careful around that. Right. Well then you meet another person that knows them and they have a whole different story. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, this, yeah, we grew up together and they're amazing. Oh yeah. We, we, you know, I love that person. See, we're so influenced by our beliefs and our beliefs determine how we feel, how we feel determines how we treat people. So as a parent though, I think that's a, a, it's, I can remember, you know, and you probably too, you see who your kids are hanging around with and you see that there are some herd leaders out there. I mean, as a parent, I mean, how do you help your child kind of navigate? Cause they don't, I mean, my girls be like, Oh my gosh, you don't know so-and-so, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, our three, I have three teenage boys and somehow to this, and I'll just thank God for this, (laughs) but to this point, all three of them have great judgment with friendships. None of them have gotten into friendships that um, we've had to sit down and say, Hey, you need to, and I don't know why that is. I mean, you know, Sarah, my wife, mm-hmm. she's, we, and, and you know, our philosophy at five star, we coach in real time. Right. And that's kind of how we parent. It's all in real time. So like there will be, if it's a family function, if it's a party and they see us interacting and they see stuff, we'll talk about different things that go on just kind of in real time. And we're teaching them, this is what we saw, this is what we experienced, this is how we handle it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if some of that is carried over. So they just, all three of them kind of take in, um, None of them are the loud, boisterous ones in a room either. So maybe part of that's been beneficial to them because they sit back and kind of observe people's behavior. Mm -hmm. But if you have kids that have friendships that are toxic, those are are tough, tough situations. I know we got to take a break, Mm -hmm. but we'll pick this up in the next segment and, and tackle that. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. 
Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with the amazing Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. And we were just having a great conversation about herd mentality. That's yeah, great. you got okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> herd I was like, wait, that's not right. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the herd mentality, if you, if you missed the first segment, uh, as we're talking about how to really rule your beliefs about your peers, go back and listen to the, the first episode because they, they piggyback on each other. And we're talking about herd mentality, but you, me, you asked, what, like, as a parent, talk about what to do when your, your kids are following the herd and not recognizing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Th- this is... This is a big passion of mine because education has, we've dumbed down our educational process, like in, in schools. And this is, this is, don't take this wrong as me picking on schools. And this is me saying I'm in education, so it's my job to solve it. This is part of the, the issue that Five Star Life is solving the problem. But the basis of education back when education really formed and a lot of the education center of the world began with Greek culture. So it was, it was Socrates. Um, it was who taught Aristotle. Aristotle taught Plato. Plato start, started several schools and, and, and there was this educational process that began where they really taught, um, it was all based on logic and reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. And so you need to do, like math was tied to logic. Um, debate was tied to logic. Grammar and language was t- tied to communication and, and, and logic and reasoning. And so when you could put all those things together and then you you graduated to rhetoric, that was the final stage of education where rhetoric was when you could be on a stage or in a group and you could talk about ideas back and forth and give information and receive information and bring truth and actually kind of move the needle of the conversation to solving big problems in the world. <clears throat> Our educational system now is more about dumping and downloading information to kids' minds. And so, the and I'm going way around the mountain to get to your answer <laughs> for parents. The, 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 long, the long answer is, Kids who understand how to use logic and reasoning and aren't just making decisions based off emotions or feelings or on popularity, right? Mm-hmm. Those kids that can, can use logic and reasoning, they can pick up on, if you go back to the story I told before, on the bus with Eli walking on, Eli was lied about. Kids with reasoning and logic can say, I've known this kid for 10 years. Um, I grew up with him. I'm not best friends. We're not even in the same circles, but I know what this guy is saying. Uh, I'm 99.9% sure this is a lie. Everything about this seems wrong. It's false. There's something wrong with this kid. Mm-hmm. This other kid, this best friend, he's toxic. If I use logic and reason, I can, I can see that and I'd say, give me a break. No chance. Eli, what's happened to you is wrong. And you don't follow the herd if you use logic and reasoning. And so the long answer, if your kids are struggling with relationships and choosing friends, it really comes back to those, those 
thinking skills, those reasoning skills, being able to assess and analyze what's best for the life. Like that person may be friend. I just had this conversation um, a couple weeks ago with, with a mom who she's got a 15 year old son who is the life of the party. He's a great kid. He's a good student. He's good looking. He's a hockey player, a football player. He's, he's the man. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he, he has a, a friend who is also like that, but this friend is all about the ladies, like in a toxic way. Mm -hmm. It's not really about just building friendships. It's really more about, it's more selfish and it's not good. Yeah. And so you have in their family, the, the mom is kind of like, you know what? He's a friend. It's, it's just their, their friendships. And, it's, and she's so, so excited that he has friends that are fun and mm -hmm. they're hanging out. And she's kind of like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just praying for that one friend. And the dad's like, he needs to separate himself from this kid because this this kid is going to rub off on my kid and my kid's going to start thinking the way he thinks about the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. You right. have that dynamic. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? When they're 15, this is really hard, but they have to start making their own decisions. So rather than saying you need to separate yourself from this kid, have a bigger conversation about how you select friends, what influences they have. Let them think and analyze their friendships and what good they bring. We, we all have to make those decisions. I have a lot of people that they're friends of mine, but they're not in my foxhole. Right. Because their lifestyle, the things they do, things they believe, they're not even close to being in sync with me. But I can talk to them. I, I will have, have lunch with them. I will connect with them on other areas that we align on but I'm not ingesting all of their toxicity. I'm not going there. As kids, that's the part they have to start learning. As a mom, that's that patience part. <laughs> that's hard. And it's also, it, it, it takes time. These are conversations. I mean, you are excellent at the questions, always asking the questions, you know, and kind of allowing. My kids don't like that all the time. I know they yeah. don't, <laughs> but you know what? They're learning how to process. Right and go through that process. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, as a parent who's not patient and has a hard time maybe sitting down with their children and helping them walk through this, I mean, you have any advice? Well, it, 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 as a parent, if you parent the same way at 15 as when they were five, you're making a ginormous mistake. Kids at adolescence, if you do that, if you try to control them the way they did when they were five, which by the way, they needed that control. Mm -hmm. They need those 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 really clear boundaries and guidelines. Otherwise, they'll get hit by Mack trucks. They'll be manipulated by evil people. Like they need you to be in control at that age. But adolescence, it all changes. They can start to think for themselves. So now it becomes more about trying to help them think. Not giving them all the answers, not telling them what to do, mm -hmm. because guess what? They, like biologically and neurologically, they're on a track to adulthood. It is kicking in, it's coursing through their bloods, their cells, everything is changing, and there's something innate inside of them that is screaming for independence, to make their own decisions. And so if you fringe on their right to make choices, they will rebel. They will hate you. They will push you away. And you'll miss the opportunity to just have conversations about their thinking and let them make the decisions. 
and it, it will be painful mm-hmm. because they'll make some wrong decisions. But guess what? They will learn, right? right? They will learn from their own decisions, but they will feel so empowered to make those decisions. And then they'll be more apt to come back to you when those things blow up and say, why did this happen? How did this happen? Like, man, I sh- or I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Not, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really tempting. Yeah, it is. Um, so let's get back to herd mentality. So th- th- this herd mentality is something you think about this. This is not just a, a kid conversation. Look at our society, Mia. Look at how we make decisions as a culture. If it was in the in the news, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So depending on what news source you listen to, we've let news divide the whole nation. Why? All that is is a herd mentality. The media has become the leader of the herd. Politicians, business leaders have become the leader of the herd. And again, I'm not, I'm not picking on individual sides or parties or groups. I'm saying as a process, that's what's sinking America. A lack of ability to use logic and reasoning to make decisions about what we believe about other people. Our peers are what? Our peers are Republicans. Our peers are Democrats. Our peers are Libertarians. They're Catholic. They're Muslims. They're Buddhists. They're Jews. They're Black. They're White. They're Asian. They're Hispanic. They're Indian. Mm -hmm. Those are our peers as adults. Why are we so divided? It's because there's so much stuff coming at us about our peers, about what we should believe about our peers. But we've got to filter through to really, if if we want to rule, if we want to rule our lives, and if we want to positively influence the sphere of influence we have with our peers, we have to not be hijacked and be victims of the leaders of the herd that are trying to take us down a path. And again, I'm not saying everything is devious and evil. Some of it's just, that's just their opinion. Mm-hmm. And we're just following it. Mm-hmm. We're much better than that. And we are so brilliant. And if we will just pause and j- just take a second to analyze the people we have in our lives and, and, and how they should be treated it's amazing how clarity comes. And it goes back to what is your belief about your peers? And I think we don't take enough time as adults to really walk through that. What do you believe about your spouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, like, like, just think about yeah. that. What, what, because what you believe will impact how you feel and how you feel will end up really determining how you interact and how you influence that person. That's good. All right. We'll pause right there. Go to fivestarlife.org for more information to bring Five Star Life to your school, to your community, to your nonprofit. Or if you want to volunteer or donate, we have so many things going on. I would love to share more with you about ways you can support us. We are changing the face of culture. One kid, one school, one city, one state. And it's going to be the nation here soon. Go to fivestarlife.org for more. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. 
Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with a special guest. Uh, if you have uh, tuned into this program uh, in the past, you've heard us talk about Five Star Life Sports, something that we're five years into. Um, but we, I guess we're about a, not quite a year into um, hiring a director of basketball operations. His name is Bray Beatles. Bray, welcome to the show. Hey, Seth. Thanks for having me. Or I should say, welcome back. Welcome back. Recurring guest. Recurring guest, and uh, Bray was like, hey, can I come on the show? And I was like, yeah, you can come on the show. I need to have you as a, like an official recurring guest. So, like, you need to put in the candle, like, every, like, maybe six weeks or something. Just, like, you know, you're yeah. in. I had some things to promote, and I was like, Seth, I got to I gotta come on the radio show yeah, this you, week. We need you on more, more than the just to promote stuff because – Bray, I'm jealous of Bray's voice. Like he's got the true radio voice. If you just close your eyes and listen to his voice, like that is a radio voice. Me, not so much. So he's got the he's got the voice of a radio like personality for sure. I'm here to to just serenade those that want basketball in their <laughs> life constantly with my voice. I guess. <laughs> hey, t you know we started basketball uh, five star sports five years ago. Um, you and Brandon um, were running Tipping Point Basketball. And when I met you guys and started to get to know know you, uh, it was just it moved pretty quickly um, because I just um, I knew y you guys were the were the group. I knew that you were going to be the director of operations, and um, because you guys were having so much success and your the way you went about operating and running Tipping Point was exactly what we believe you know five star life basketball should be ran and we just infused the curriculum and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun so kudos to you for uh what you've done brandon's over here uh, producing he's behind the camera so you don't see him um but you guys have been just incredible uh, to get to know and, and watch take the bull by the horns and really grow it talk about a little bit about the success uh we've had yeah, so we, we're actually working on a, a little recap video that you'll see on our social media pages. You can find a, a five-star life or a five-star basketball Facebook page and a Twitter account at five-star underscore BB. We're also on Instagram, five-star basketball. Um, we're going to put a video out here in the next couple of weeks sort of sort of showcasing what we did this summer. And really, it's a it's a cool way to show and tell everybody the the process, right? So it starts with travel teams and, and, and well, really it starts with our youth and development, right? So it starts there, works into travel teams. And then what comes as a bonus to our travel teams is college opportunities, right? So we start the summer with 24 travel teams of all different levels, best of the best, all the way down to everyone that just wants an opportunity to get 24 better. 24 travel basketball teams just in the spring and summer. 24, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I knew we were going to be great. Right. I, I, it surpassed every goal. I mean, my, our goal was like 18 or 19 teams and we get, we, we come back after tryouts and it's like, all right, we're going to be at 24, you know? And yeah, I mean, that's just, we, we knew that what we were going to do was going to grow and with enhancement of, of becoming part of five star. And, and I met with a coach today actually. And 
he he he's a coach that wants to continue to be in the program, and it's just like the way you guys are doing this, making this. Obviously, basketball is a big part of this, but you're you're hitting things that are so much bigger than sports, so much bigger than basketball, and to be able to combine like the two pro, it couldn't have been a better. Um, it couldn't be a better couple, if you will, mm. that just complements each other so well. And look, I mean, I've been here nine months now, which is crazy to think about. It's one of those weird things where I told the staff when we had a meeting, been here nine months, it feels like 10 years in like the most positive way possible, just because of the way everyone's been so great to to work with and complimentary and everyone just, everyone's here for the same reason. And you look at companies, you look at cultures, like, the, the people that go, th when you go through the, the list of people, successful people from a high level company down to entry level, like everyone, when everyone says the same, the, the mission's the same, like that's when, and that's what five star is. Like no matter who you are at five star, the mission is the same and everyone's here working towards that. So mm. that's been a ton of fun. I love that. That's a huge compliment. I love that. You know, when you have new people come into the organization, um, you know, your experience, you know, these people say they're five-star, they have these values, they have this curriculum, they have this vision, but what are they actually doing? Do they live it out? Are they moving forward? And so that's a, that's a pretty, well, that's a really big honor, what you just said. Um, and, and you've been a part of that because you've jumped in uh, all in. Um, so t t tell us a little bit, you talked about 24 teams, but you mentioned the process of, of starting with the youth leagues development, you know, skill work, um, and then it, they graduate into travel at, at, you know, late elementary, middle school, and then our high school teams are really, there's some showcase opportunities. Talk about the success we had, which was tremendous, and people listening, listen closer to this. Yeah, so, um, you know, our, our between our two teams that are going to, there are 17 U groups that are going to be seniors in high school or are currently seniors in high school. So that's like the prime of your recruiting season. So between those two teams, between our boys teams and our girls teams, um, we've produced 30, I think we're up to 37 college opportunities just for our players to the two genders. Um, they range from full ride scholarship opportunities to opportunities to just, you know, like division threes can't give money. Right, but an opportunity for you to go be on a a roster at the next level, and and really D three has come up with really good, really creative ways to help financially too. So, really, when you look at it, given like our track our track record thus far with thirty seven chances to play the next level, I mean that's it's only going to go up. And look, we 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 take a lot of pride in the way that we market our players. We we're constantly pushing them on social media. When, when someone does well, everyone's going to know about it. And, and that's, and we want, you know, college coaches to know that a ton of behind the scenes work that goes into that. Um, we have a great team that, that takes a lot of pride in, in, in showcasing our players and, you know, they're, they're reaping the benefits of it right now. Well, kudos to you and Brandon and your team who, you know, you mentioned there's, there's a girl from uh, an exchange student. Yeah, so we have our, our high school fall league is going on right now. We, there's a foreign exchange student that's in the league from Italy. And we um, she showed up to the league first time. One of the first events she's done in the States, really probably since school started, she's playing She's playing through our league, and we had a college coach there that, that was evaluating players. And 
college coach walked up to her and said, hey, how would you like playing basketball in, in the United States at the next level? And like just to see the look on her face where it was like, whoa, like this is this is really cool. And, and it, you know, it's one of those things where it's just an innocent experience where she came to this league probably not knowing what to expect. She's from a, she's from a foreign country. Right. Um, and to get in like even the chance at an opportunity like that, you know, and those are that's what five star basketball is doing. And it's because. We have relationships with coaches that that are coming to our fall league to evaluate players for their rosters, and just just uh, it was very authentic because we didn't tell anybody that we had college coaches here, right? So it was one of those things where it's like everything they're coming to play, and they're going to reap the rewards of how they handle themselves, how they mm -hmm. play, you know, how great of a teammate they are, and I thought that was a pretty cool story. Yeah, I, I love that, and it's so interesting looking at other programs. Um, and they have some really good players, but some of those players are not getting looks or offers. And I think like 90% of the kids on our 17U top team yeah. and the boys side for sure are getting offers and looks. Yeah, every, so every player on our girls roster has an opportunity to play at the next level, every one of them. So there's nine, nine or 10 girls on that team. I don't remember Brandon, Nine, so nine girls on that roster. Nine out of nine, hundred percent, hundred percent. And on the boys' side, what is it? It's eight. Eight out of nine. Eight out of nine. Holy cow! So it's like ninety-eight percent. Yep. Uh, that that's why Five Life is growing, and you can have another program with with talented kids, but if you don't have connections, relationships, in a in a marketing promotion strategy that you and Brandon have worked really hard to promote our players. And hey, say hey, coach so and so, you need to come check out this player. That that is uh, that is extraordinary. I know we have a, a limited amount of time, yeah. and I know you want to promote some things and let some people yeah know. Coming up this week, if you're a high school girl and you want to be a part of an opportunity like that, please come try out. So this coming week, um, as you hear this, uh, we have tryouts. Go to our website, fivestarbasketball.org. All the tryout information there. Please register there. Show up. Uh, we also have tryouts for our winter AAU, which is fourth through eighth grade boys and fifth through eighth grade girls coming up this week. All right. So th that's a lot of opportunity. Um, what about for th – that's for uh, elementary middle school boys yep. and then elementary school middle school girls. girls and high school girls, yep. right? Yep. All high that's school. coming up. Yep. What about for uh, families who have younger kids? So coming up in the next couple of weeks, we have our where registration will open for our youth development league, which will be boys and girls first through fourth grade. All those games and practices are local here in Elkhart. And then to complement that, fifth through eighth grade will participate in our second annual three on three league, which I'm super excited to talk about. Um, you know, as we get closer to that, and and that's what we think the future of youth basketball is going to move to, um, in terms of their development. Can you give me what that looks like in like 20 seconds, the, the, the three on three in the youth development league? Yeah. So it's the youth development league is, is strictly for, um, you know, very entry level players. And really we tell everybody all the time, like you're not too good to do this because you can never go away from the fundamentals, but it's very entry level, very elementary. You want to teach, 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 teach the game. Three V three, very similar, but that you can learn in three V three concepts, some things you can't in five. So mm -hmm. one, you're going to touch the ball more, which is, pretty obvious Two, you're going to learn to play in different space you have to defend in different space you have to run offense in different space and you just get more opportunity mm. at the end of the day 
Awesome. Well, I just I just want to encourage uh, grandparents, parents out there listening. Get your kids involved. Basketball is such a great sport. The teamwork, uh, the curriculum that comes along with Five Star Life basketball, and and the the atmosphere we've created with with our coaches is phenomenal. Uh, Bray, um, hats off to you. I love ha- having you on this team at the helm of Five Star Basketball. We're out of time. Thanks for having me. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with the incredible co-hosts here on the side of the table, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. So we have been talking about herd mentality, and we've had a great conversation. This is got to kind of wrap it up in here. Yeah, I, I want to share another story I shared with kids. So um, when I was a senior in high school, I remember walking down a hall. I get to the end of the corridor, and there is there's two seniors and as I'm walking, I'm like, what is going on? There's two seniors standing, and they're looking down. There's a kid on the floor, and he's bent over. And as I get closer, I hear him saying something. I'm like, what is going on? And he, he's, he's pushing a penny with his nose down the hallway saying, beep, beep, I'm a Jeep. Beep, beep, I'm a Jeep. And I am just like, what? I'm like, it's weird. It's kind of funny. And I'm just like, it's a it's a peer of mine, not a friend of mine, but there's two other seniors. It's a small school, so I'm like, fellas, what what are you doing? Like, what is going on? Because I'm just like, this is weird, you know. And they kind of smile at me, and they're like, ah, we're just we're just playing a game, we're just having some fun. And um, I, I went from being like, what? Is, this is so strange. This is wrong, um, b- because me, whenever we see something that is wrong or um, someone's being disrespected. Uh, there's something within us. I think we're all we're all born. We innately have this desire to be respected, and we have uh, this intuitive recognition when someone is not being treated with respect, and we want to help. We feel for them. We feel empathy. It's just the way we're, we're, we're created. And so when I saw that, I was like, "This is so wrong." But it was strange because as as they just kind of smiled at me, and they said, uh, "Seth, we're just we're just playing a game. We're having fun." It was li- literally like they they're waving a some kind of pixie dust or a magic wand over me, where there, it was like, "Seth, we're just having fun," and I just I just took it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they're just, it's all kind of innocent. Okay, so yeah, the kid isn't really being hurt. It's just, he's just down there doing this thing. And I just totally followed the herd. The herd was two people, you know, with other three of us, but mm-hmm. I, I was one person. And I just like, uh, okay, it's, I guess it's harmless. And I totally went away in a second from what I believed was happening, which was wrong, to, I guess it's okay. And I just kept on going with my day. How does that happen? Mm. It's the herd mentality. Right. That's what it is. And I, I'm promising you, I'm not alone. I think everybody listening, you've had a situation in your life where you wanted to stand up, you wanted to do something, but then somebody reassured you that 
you know, it wasn't a big deal. There's another uh, psychologist that, that uh, Solomon Ash, um, in the 1900s, he, he did a study. Um, he, he actually uh, had a test that he performed on people to see if people would deliberately give the wrong answer just to fall in line with popular opinion. So they'd rigged it so, you know, there's people in the room that were answering a certain way. And so they would come in and see all the people in those other room that answered the same way, even though they looked at the problem and, and they knew these people were wrong, but they answered the same way. 75% of people deliberately answered the question wrong because we have this fear, this anxiety that will be stigmatized. We don't want to be the oddball. Mm. And so what happens is either the fear of, of what they'll think if we're the oddball or it's we start to question whether we're even right or not. Like, did I, okay, I must be wrong. So we come insecure and then we follow the hurts. There's multiple ways this plays out. Not if you're a Schaefer, because we're when we're right, we're right. <laughs> we don't back down. <laughs> you you live and die by it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's a good trait. You're herd leaders. Yes. <laughs> <You're> in, <laughs> so so it's it's interesting. So, you know, going back to how do you how do you teach kids and how do we teach ourselves to not take the low path and follow the herd? It comes back to just if, if people would pause and use logic and reasoning and just break it down, like, no, what I see is what I see. I know this is right. I'm going to deal with the consequences, but this is correct. This is truth. It changes everything. And I remember going back to the story in the first segment, we talked about Eli. He's walking down the bus. Nobody's offering a seat. He comes, he turns around, he comes back to me, and we make eye contact. And I, in that moment, I had to decide, Am I going to believe the lies? Am I going to be ruled by the herd leader? And the kid that was the herd leader, I had had run-ins with that kid. Like I knew who he was. Mm -hmm. And I knew who Eli was. I knew his character. I knew everything was wrong about it. And I was like, I'm going to make a decision based on what I believe, not on the herd. And I slid over. He sat down. And it may seem like a really small deal. Like you're giving somebody a seat. But those little decisions are really significant because when you make a decision to follow the herd, what you do is you you lower the bar in your own life. You let yourself down. You feel like a coward and you turn into not a good version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You become a follower, part of the problem in society. Right. And the other thing you do is you influence, again, given Eli a seat, did it change his life? No. But in that moment when nobody's giving you a seat, I was like, I was like a shot in the arm to him. Like, okay, Seth, he hasn't followed the herd. Yeah. I got one person in my corner right mm -hmm. here. And we just talked the way to school. And it, was, it was good. And, and, and that's, isn't that who we want to be? We don't want to be the person that's like, oh, beep, beep, I'm a Jeep. We're all having fun here. Yeah, nothing to see here. We want to be the, the person that's an influencer that believes the truth about people not believes lies, not supporting people that are wrong, but supporting people that, okay, this is legit. That will, that, that will shape not just you, your office, your family, but it'll shape your kids. When you live that way, your kids pick up on that. 
That's good. If you talk through those situations. Hey, we just have a few minutes left, but we wanted to talk about, we had a sponsor who generously gave so we could provide a leadership day for families who have been affected by cancer. So if they're your the kids have been affected. We want the whole family to come out. It's October 1st. We have limited availability, but do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. So, so you know, there. Um, this is something we've been working on for years, mm-hmm. but, but ultimately, if you have kids and either someone, either they have a sibling or they themselves or there's a parent, there's someone that's been impacted by cancer. Uh, really encourage you to be a part of this. We're, we're creating a really special day. Um, it's going to be out at Summit, our 370-acre training facility, and we're going to have a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun, but we're also going to to provide some tools and help them j- just with resilience and help them process um, life and, and really just this everything that is embodied by Five Star Life, really building a healthy mindset. Um, so we're, we're super excited about it. If you have questions about it, want to know more about it, um, you can reach out to us. You can just go to the contact us button on our website and email us. Say, hey, we heard Coach, me and Coach Seth talking about the the uh, the Cancer Leadership Day, Cancer Camp Leadership Day. Uh, want more information, and we'd love to have you yeah. spread the word too. If you have mm-hmm. uh, family member or friends that have been impacted by cancer, we just want to serve and bless and really be a shot in the arm to you. Yeah, and it's uh, K through 8th. No, okay. K through 12, sorry. K through 12? Yeah. And they'll be broken down. We'll have, we'll have different different groups. It'll be, it'll be fun. Anything else? I did pull the trigger a little too quick. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're, you, you're, you're good. I, I, I want to encourage you, if you enjoy listening to this show, this whether you're listening on radio uh, or you're listening to this on, in podcast form, I want to encourage you to share this with with folks when you come across an episode that like that's really good take the extra minute to share it with your friends your family your coworkers, and then i want i want you to think about something we have a five-star life app that is going to be launching here soon for parents and um this is going to be an incredible tool where it's not just a podcast but it's the video form of what we're teaching they're they're dialed in they're about seven minutes long and there's a whole curriculum of processing that goes with it that you can do with your kids. So start thinking about that. I want to encourage you to plan for it. And it's going to be um, very affordable, um, just a small monthly subscription fee for it. Um, it will be well worth it. It will be powerful. And um, just, just we're, we're going to keep it uh, posted on, on social media, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, go to 5starlife.org. It's the word five, the word star, the word life. And we'll see you in the next episode. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.